everybody. Welcome to After, as in After Solid Ground, where a few of us saints get together to discuss what we just heard in Solid Ground. Uh, we just heard an awesome message on the cross, and we're looking forward to discussing it together. Uh, this is Reese, and we've got Caitlin on the line. Hi. And we got Connor on the line. Hey, y'all. So, uh, guys, I don't know about y'all, but this uh, message was uh, powerful, to say the least. I was a little shook yeah. and just got a, I don't know, a fresh um, appreciation of what the Lord did on the cross. Yeah. I don't know. What you? What, what are some initial impressions y'all had? Yeah, I, I just had so many thoughts. I feel like uh, it answered a lot of longstanding questions for me, questions about those uh verses in the bible christ is a curse what Mm. and uh (laughs) you know god forsaking jesus on the cross like these are big questions i think for a lot of christians and i i think the message really got to the heart of these things yeah yeah same same for me i feel like every time i hear about the cross of christ it it totally moves my heart and um i think i see something completely fresh and almost like you said, Caitlin, almost new and new questions that maybe I didn't mm-hmm. even know I had were answered. And yeah. um, like like Ty mentioned at the end, the cross is the school of love. And I feel like my <laughs> love was kind of rekindled even just by hearing this fellowship tonight. For sure. Yeah, I felt the same way. The school of love thing was, was awesome. Um, just thinking like, you know, our, I don't know, I just checked like my appreciation of the cross is yeah. pretty doctrinal I guess a lot of times and man man when Ty was just giving the illustration of that sin that hidden sin or this 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 thing you're doing that's a lash another lash it's like oh every wound that Christ Mm -hmm. bore is because of me and what I've done how could I not but be moved and and thankful and just you know Oh, praise the Lord. Like when and seeing the cry, I, I need a fresh appreciation of Christ. And yeah. I feel like I got a, a new appreciation during this message. You Caitlin, you mentioned about the forsaking God question or that was answered. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I was I had a lot of thoughts on that too. Yeah. I mean, I think so, you know, I I grew up Christian hearing all these stories, reading these verses, and that was always something that really bothered me. I yeah, think it never growing up, like like you know christ is god like let's okay we get that the trinity sure but um how can god forsake the son jesus and for me the bigger question was always um why does jesus ask god in this sort of like big rhetorical Mm. dramatic moment like why have you forsaken me because it's like Mm. isn't he all-knowing isn't he god like doesn't he know what god's doing um these have always been big questions for me. And I feel like they got addressed pretty, pretty directly in this message. Um, I don't know. What do, what do y'all think? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, um, yeah, he, he, time mentions specifically, right. There's, there's a difference between it talks about the essential and the, um, he I don't know if he uses the word, but it's the economical spirit yeah. on Jesus. It's interesting, like the, the, the spirit begot Jesus in Mary's womb, right? And mm-hmm. he always had the spirit, but something happened on Jesus when he was 30, when he was baptized, right? 
Uh, and that's the what theologians have called the economical spirit coming upon him, the spirit that's for his ministry, for his move. And you could say it came upon him as a man. This man was anointed by God to carry out his ministry. And mm-hmm. so it's just so, yeah, I, I completely agree because it's like this is God, but it's also a man. Um, and so we right. have to see like he's suffering there as a man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still God and he's still one with the father as the eternal son, but as the man, Jesus mm-hmm. cries out my, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's not my father. It's my God. Yeah. Uh, Cause he's standing as a man suffering as a man and forsaken wow. as a man. Yeah. It just wants to just, gosh, it just wants to bring me to tears. I mean, in John, John talks about it, that talks all the time with, you know, the father loving the son. Um, right. I and the Father are one. All all these instances where it's clear that the Trinity, yes, there are three: the Father, Son, and Spirit, but they're actually one. And mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. on the cross, how he—I think Ty, man, the way he explained it was awesome. You know, there were six hours where he was there, and the first three mm-hmm. hours—it's amazing. The author, <laughs> what was it? What was it? Uh, the author of life was being yeah. killed and mm-hmm. judged by man. <laughs> yeah. The, the man that he created to be to express him, to have a relationship with him, he entered into the Bible here through incarnation and he got killed by the people he came to save. And wow. then this, yeah. and then that's the first 3 hours. But then if that's not bad enough, the father the father who he has been one with in every way his entire human life. And of course Spiritually speaking, he's always one, but he was forsaken by God, not because Jesus did anything, but because on the cross, mm-hmm. God, he, was, he was made sin. This one who was sinless was made sin. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. It just blows my yeah. mind. It, it's almost, it almost seems not right. I, it, it makes me feel bad every time just because Yeah. I sh- it should have been I us think- up there. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think for me to help understand this sort of moment is actually I parallel this scene with um, the scene at the Mount of Transfiguration. So Christ unzips Hmm. his glory and he's revealed as his intrinsic nature, which is the triune God. And it's so incredible. We can't behold it. Right. And that's a moment where we kind of see the inward reality of Christ. And in this moment... Christ becomes a curse, right? That's Galatians 3.13. He mm-hmm. becomes mm-hmm. sin on our behalf. Um, and that's the reason that he utters this to God is he, he becomes sin. And then because God is righteous, which his redemption yeah. is based on God's righteousness, God can't look upon unrighteousness. Wow. He can't look upon our wrongdoing, which is why he, he has to actually, in this outward temporary way, turn his back on the son. Um, and to wow. me, it's parallel because it's like when God looks at Christ in that moment, he sees Reese's sin, Connor's sin, Caitlin's sin. He yeah. sees man's sin, right? In the spiritual yeah. realm, that's what he sees. Just like at the Mount of Transfiguration, we get to see, or well, anyway, Peter and some other guys, they get to see <laughs> Christ unzipped in his glory. And yeah, so right. um, anyway. And the father sees him there saying, this is my beloved. It's like such a contrast. And who actually really my delight. <laughs> yeah. It's like all my delights in this one. And then mm-hmm. what? 11, uh, 10 chapters later, I can't even look at him right. anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
you know, I, I, I really wanted to talk about this one part, though. Um, he kind of mentioned it about uh, Colossians 2.15. Oh, I'm not sure if you guys, uh, what y'all thought of that, but I, I was struck by these verses or this verse. Um, I can read it real quick. It says, it's talking about the cross. He had taken away, nailed it to the cross, mm-hmm. stripping off the rulers and authorities he made a display of them openly, mm-hmm. triumphing over them in it, mm-hmm. i.e. in the cross. Like, what on earth is going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had y'all heard a sermon on this verse? I mean, because I really had. This is... <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. Actually, funny, funny you say that. At a college conference uh, a few years back, shout out to the college conference, Tim C., uh, he, did a, he did a great message on this. And he actually, like, physically acted it out. Because that's a classic <laughs> move. Classic. And so he had someone stand up and pretend to be Jesus, right? And so he's got his arms out, like he's on the cross. And then he brings up all these other guys to come and like hang on him, like like one oh, on his back, that's and right. on his arm. You remember this? Yes, and him around him like a belt I do. And like, there's all these like. Uh, you were there, Connor. People. Yeah. We're the same I was. Age, yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, all these guys are hanging on this dude, and um, that's supposed to be a picture of like. So outwardly, we see this moment. We see defeat. The scene realm yeah. is defeat. Christ is on the cross. Mm. He's dying. It's it's terrible being judged by man, judged by God. It's it's awful. But on oh. the 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 spiritual realm, the unseen realm, uh, what happens is in that verse, uh, which verse is it? The the stripping off of the authorities. Um, the two fifteen. Yeah, yeah, Colossians two fifteen. So it says they they're stripped off, and so Tim C literally comes over and takes his hands and like like lashes all these guys off of the person <laughs> playing Jesus, just like drags them off. Yeah. And they're, um, you know, the way you would dust dust off of your clothes or something. <laughs> um, mm. And that was, that scene has always stuck with me because in the unseen realm, that is a moment of victory, right? Of right, ultimate right. triumph. Um, I like okay. when Ty right. said a trial means oh, someone won and someone lost. Yes. Yeah, ahead, yeah. Okay. Yes. Because outwardly, Satan won in a sense, like it looked like it, like Satan was probably there when Jesus was going up, he was judged and he's walking up with the cross. He's nailed to the cross. He's lifted up. And from that angle, he's probably like, man, I did it. All these, all these centuries I've been waiting for this moment. And then Jesus is there in the new test in the gospels. It says that he will draw all men to himself, having been lifted up. And so Mm -hmm. Satan's there. He just, he just lifted up Satan through, through man. And Mm -hmm. he realizes, wow, I really messed up because in (laughs) Hebrews, in Hebrews 2.14, it says um, that when Jesus became a man through death, he destroyed him who had the might of death. That is the devil. And I got to say, since Satan also knows the old Testament and knows, um, knows God's word, just, you know, maybe anyway, he hates it, but I think he realized I just got this, like, I just got ruined. And that, that, um, what do you want to say that, uh, oh, in Genesis, Genesis three, the curse, that curse, all that bruising is happening right now. And so all the authorities, the rulers are trying to strip him off. Oh, shoot. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just like (laughs) feathering them off on the cross, making an open play. Like they're losers. You're losers. You lost. Right. It's done. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. I was thinking the same thing, like based on last week's message, Satan got in, yes. you know, he, he bit man, he's in the flesh of man. And it's like, Oh, God's story must be ruined now. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. the man he created 
totally corrupt, totally satanic. What are you going to do, God? Like, if you're me, like, let's scrap this thing. Let's go to another universe and try again, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, but no, like God takes this deception and, and right. Satan is the great deceiver. Yeah. And God comes into the story. He becomes one of these men who, <laughs> right, has the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Satan, that that this great deceiver thinks, oh, here's my chance. I'm going to end it right here because now I've got the author himself and I'm going to nail yes. him to a cross, right? Satan gets in the heart of Judas to betray him. Like this is Satan's plan. Mm-hmm. The great deceiver, I am going to ruin God finally. And lo and behold, God deceived the great deceiver mm-hmm. and he, he took that, that flesh that, uh, that Satan had corrupted. And in his being crucified, he was doing away with the devil. He was <laughs> crushing his head on the cross. Yeah. And, and I mean, like what an epic tale. I mean, epic. forget any novel you've read. Like this is the story of the universe. <laughs> and this now it's like all of our sins, all of our flesh, like it's all been dealt with now. Yeah. I, I, I just thought this is incredible. Like God, deceived the great deceiver and, and triumphed over Satan on the cross. Like I'd never seen that before like this in my whole life. Uh, it's not just me being saved from hell. It's Satan being destroyed on the cross. It's incredible. I, I think love Billy Graham. About... Oh, go for it, Connor. You go? Okay. okay. I think Billy Graham was onto something and he realized that there would be a point in time where we'd be stuck at home having to watch stuff on television, having to entertain ourselves, <laughs> trying to look for something to do, and maybe hoping that someone would hear the quote that God's God was undertaking on the cross the most dramatic rescue operation in cosmic history. <laughs> <laughs> right. So y'all take a break from the Netflix. I think you can survive and enjoy the most dramatic rescue operation in cosmic history. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I think... So I don't know if y'all know this. I studied English in college. Shout out to my English Mm -hmm. people. Uh, So I I love a good story, you know, and I love the climax and these big moments. And I feel like this scene uh, leading up to the cross, the cross is really like the M. Night Shyamalan plot twist for Satan, right? He's like, he essentially orchestrated what became his ultimate defeat. You know, I mean, he orchestrated, he put Christ on the cross. And I wonder at what moment he it dawns on him like the big it's all revealed the big plot twist that like oh wait yeah you put him on the cross where now you are going to be defeated yeah wait hold on real quick caitlin i mean actually it's interesting if you look read the gospel stories it talks about how the people who were mocking him started to tempt him to come off yeah like even the satanic demon like the demons were instigating the people to say tempt him why don't you come off if you're the son of god come off we'll believe mm-hmm. so it's like clearly at a certain point he realized it and he's like even getting the outward people to try and you know rip him off you know <laughs> sorry exactly exactly they um we yeah we basically have this moment of satan realizes oh oh shoot i totally blew it uh all the satanic authorities get on jesus and they're trying to pull him off the cross but you know, Satan orchestrated this. So what can they do? And um, that's when Christ strips them off in victory. You know, I I like the way Connor said it. He he feathers them off, right? Like they're just, they're dust. (laughs) They're dust on his clothes. And I, um, I I love this picture, right? Because this is the ultimate victory. And, um, and I love, oh man, mind blown at the end of the message when, 
when Ty said in Revelation, he's talking about John. So John, last book of the Bible, yeah, Revelation, John right. has this vision of the lamb having just been slain, right? The lamb is Christ, obviously. The slaying is him on the cross. And he says in Revelation, the lamb is mentioned 28 times. Revelation, that's the end. That's eternity, wow. future, man. And suddenly we're getting <laughs> images of the lamb having just been slain. And it's because yeah. that moment on the cross is eternal. It's eternally effective yeah. and it's timeless, right? Wow. Yeah. And that's right. I was kind of mentioning that as, as even for us, you know, John, he saw it freshly that there's the lamb of Fresh. God slain. Lamb of God being having been slain right there. And I like that Ty mentioned that we really need our love to be rekindled for the Lord regularly, even by seeing this Christ being openly portrayed crucified. Actually, that was Ty's wish that we would all see in this message. And moving forward, we would see Christ crucified mm -hmm. and our love wouldn't just remain kind of, you know, mundane, just get get by to the next you know day or next message or next meeting. But inwardly yeah wow lord you 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 loved me and you gave yourself up for me mm -hmm. right yeah yeah i think that's actually maybe that's a good place for us to stop uh we've gone a little long here but i you know this is such a great message yeah. and i think we all saw the lamb having just been Oof. slain in this message so yeah. uh yeah may, may this be our experience day by day even to freshly see this lamb as having just Amen. been slain Amen. Amen. Okay, guys, I enjoyed this. See I'll see y'all. Bye, everybody.